Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is good. Welcome to Beecher Island. Man, it's a beautiful, beautiful day, isn't it? I mean, we have had the best weather. Uh, we were out in the arena last night. Uh, we could have almost used a little bit of a sweatshirt. And it's almost July. It's beautiful. And all this moisture that we're getting, uh, the crops are growing. It is just beautiful, and we praise God for it. More than that, though, how glorious is it that we get to gather up in His name every Sunday morning and sing praises to Him and come together in fellowship? I, I tell you, here at Beecher Island, uh, I've been in a few churches, and it's not normal. I've told you this before. It's not normal for people to stand around and talk for hours. But here at Beecher Island, it's normal to stand around and talk for hours. I love that about this church, the fellowship that takes place, the, the communication of, of just lifting one another up, listening to how your week was, how, whatever's happening in your life, and people actually care about what's taking place in your life. It's called love. It's called walking in Jesus that y'all are doing, and it's awesome. So continue. I don't have to tell you that. You do it anyways because of your relationship with Christ, and so... Uh, uh, if you are new here, let me just say, Beecher Island is, a, is an independent, non-denominational, Jesus-loving, Bible-preaching church. That's who we are. We love Jesus, and we want to be of His truth. And so in that, <clears throat> He says to walk that out, and we, we, we do. And if you don't understand that, just stick around after church. We're going to have a potluck. If you didn't bring food, it's completely okay. I promise you there's plenty. There's always dessert. So if you want to start there, it's okay. <clears throat> Kids, ask mom and dad first, okay? But in that, stick around, fellowship with us. It's awesome. We, we love to talk with one another, and so please stick around for potluck. And then we're going to have a meeting afterwards. Uh, stick around for that. If, uh, if you are a member, and, and, and even if you're not a member and you care about what we do and what we're doing, stick around. Um, we'd love to have you be a part of that. You know, Tucker said, lay it down. Truly, I want to encourage you this morning to lay down any division that's between you and Christ. Any division that's working its way in between your fellowship with Jesus, I want to encourage you to lay it down this morning. Put it at His feet. Put, put it at His feet and, and lay it down and just be of Him right now. But I'm going to also encourage you, don't pick it up and carry it out that door. <laughs> Leave it here. Leave it under His feet for Him to deal with Him. We're going to talk about that a little more this morning. And I'm excited about where we're at. Um, I will tell you, I have a, a, a new look on some stuff that God led me to read this week. And hopefully I get to, I know that I'm going to get to share it with you. I hope that, that you get some light on some scripture as we work our way through it today. So if you will, open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 is where we are. I, I think I'm just going to set some groundwork. Paul's talking to the Gentiles. And he's telling them to remember where you were. 
In, in this, it shines a light on, on the separation that's going on. And we're going to talk about that. The division that was happening. I don't think I ever understood the depth of the division between the Jew and the Gentile until this week. And we're going to work our way through that. Before we do, though, let's go to him in prayer and we'll get to some reading. Father, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for your word. And I pray right now that we do lay down anything that is division between you and us. I pray that, that we just lay it at your feet and turn it over to you and, and be of you. God, I thank you that you allow us to do that. You, you ask us to do that. God, I pray right now that our, that our eyes are open to you, our spiritual eyes are open, and we're ready to listen to your word and the truth that is in it, and that we allow it to move us into a more intimate relationship with you. God, you are so good. And we thank you and praise you for it. And Lord, I pray as we sang this morning, and we're going to sing here in a little bit again, that we are singing to you. We're not just singing words, but we're, we're singing to you and lifting you on high. God, thank you for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you that we get to do that. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 11. Therefore remember that you once Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hand. That at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now... But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made both, both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. And that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were, far, who were afar off, and to those who were near, for through him we both have access by one Spirit to the Father, now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Amen, amen, amen. There is so much in this. But I want you to see the separation that he's talking to him about in verses 11, through 13, or 11 and 12. You see, he says, Therefore remember that you once Gentiles in the flesh 
who were called uncircumcision. I want you to get what he's saying here. Uncircumcision. For them to be called that was a derogatory slur. We'll, we'll go with that. You, you see, we, we talk about racism in our country. We don't understand it today. The division line that was going on here was serious. You, you see, there was the circumcision and there was the uncircumcision. And the circumcision, Jews, chosen, stuck their chest out and said, we were the circumcision. I carry the brand approval. And they're saying, you Gentiles, you lowly Gentiles, you don't carry the brand. You don't carry it. You, you don't have the sign on your flesh of the private to private to come and show that you are part of the fold. You're not the chosen. You're an uncircumcision. You don't belong. You can't ever belong. If you don't believe me, he says, having no hope and without God in the world. They didn't have a hope. They didn't belong. They didn't have a chance. If they wanted God, they would have to become a Jew and be circumcised. Take the brand if you want to say. But you see, he says it was by the hand. It was by man's hand that he did it. That, that the circumcision took place. You see, there's another circumcision. There's another circumcision that Paul talks about, and that's not what we're talking about here. You see, in, in Romans 2, 28 and 29, Romans 2, 28 and 29, it talks about a different kind of circumcision. And I want to make sure that we understand that this is not what we're talking about in Ephesians. See, in Romans 2, 28 29, says, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outwardly in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. See, that's talking about a change of heart. That's talking about a heart with the Spirit. Right here, he's talking about something of the flesh. A circumcision of the private and most private. And those Jews would sure stick their chest out and boast in who they were. They were the chosen. And it was an act of flesh but Paul is laying out, hey guys, you were separated from this. And, and there was such a separation that I want you to get in this, that, that I want you to turn with me to Mark. Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7, because I want you to see Jesus' own words in the separation of the Jew to the Gentile. Mark chapter 7. Starting in verse 24. Mark chapter 7, verses 24 and following. 
He says, it, it says this, From there he, Jesus, Jesus arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and he entered a house and wanted no one to know it. But he could not be hidden. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. And she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek. She was a Greek, a, a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, this is now the words of Jesus. Let the children be filled first. For it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. The children are the Jews. The children are the Jews and the dogs are the Gentiles. And she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, yet even a little dog under the table eat from the children's crumbs, from the Jews' crumbs. Then he said to her, for this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. He took care of the daughter. But look at the separation that he laid between the Jew and the Gentile. He says, the Jew, the little, my children are my chosen. They're my chosen, but the little dogs, the Gentiles. But you see, I talked last week about a transition. A transition. Uh, 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 two words, I said, were maybe the most elegant transition in all of literature. And it said, but God. We have another one. Verse 13 says, but now. We're back in Ephesians chapter 2. But now, in Christ Jesus, but now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. You see, I want you to understand the separation that was taking place. I want you to see how, how they were outcasts. How there was a division line between the Jew and the Gentile, and the Gentile had no hope in a godless world. You see, when we talk about chosen, the Jews were absolutely chosen. They were His people. And we want to get this confusion going on that, that some are chosen, some are not. I'll tell you what, when we talk about if somebody's not chosen today and they don't have a hope, it's not true. You see, I want you to think about the Gentile at this time, prior to the cross, prior to Christ. They had no hope and they were without a God. There is not one that walks the earth today that can say they have no hope in a godless world. There is hope. There is hope. And there is a God of this world who loves all, who sent His Son to die for the world so whosoever will believe in Him will have eternal life. 
You see, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were afar off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. The blood of Jesus is sufficient for all, for all who will come to Him. And He's saying, look, Gentiles, it's Jesus Christ. For He Himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. There is no more division. There is no more Jew and Gentile. We want to say there's a messianic Jew, a Jew who is changed and come to Christ. No, there is no Jew and no Gentile. He says, I've broken that wall down. There is only a child of God. There is only a Christ follower. There are only Christians. For He Himself is our peace who made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in His flesh the enmity. And it goes on. That is the law of commandments containing in ordinances so as to create in Himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. Taking all that division, wow. There's no more division. Between the Jew and the Gentile. And that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. For through him we both have access to one Spirit through the Father. This is what I'm going to say too. You have division in your life right now. If you have division that's going on, that's separating you from Christ, I want you to recognize that division. And I want you to lay it at His feet, just as I talked about when I first came up. I want you to take that division and know that Jesus' blood covers you. And there's no division between you and Him. The cross took care of it all. And whatever the world, whatever the flesh, whatever the devil is throwing at you and trying to get you separated from Him, allow the power of Christ to give you the strength to lay that down at His feet. Allow His power to take all of that and lay it down at His feet. There is nothing that can keep you separated from Christ. Nothing at all. See, it says, Now therefore you are no longer strangers or foreigners, but fellow citizens with their saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ Himself being the cornerstone. See, what Jesus has built is an opportunity for you to be His. And this house that He's building is He is the cornerstone. He is the foundation. Our God loves us so much that He sent His one and only Son, right? It's built on the Son. 
No one can come to the Father except through Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life, right? No other way. And if there's anything, anything at all that's getting in between you and Him, in your fellowship, lay it at His feet. Lay it at His feet. He is the chief cornerstone. And it says, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Do you believe that? Number one, do you believe that you're a child of God? And if you are a child of God, do you believe that He is, <clears throat> that you are being built together for a dwelling place with our God? And don't let anything, anything get in between you and what you were promised. Don't let anything get in between you and the fellowship with our God. See, when I think of no hope for them Gentiles, man, it rips my heart out. And I don't want anybody that walks this earth today, especially anybody in our community, to ever think that they have no hope. That they have no hope because, listen to me, It's all Him. He died so that we can have all the hope in the world and know, and know, and know, and know that we have life because of Him. Because of the cross. Because of His blood. We have life. You see, the division that was there is no more. The division that was between the Jew and the Gentile is no more. The same can be true for you. The division that sits between you and Jesus can be no more. And I'll tell you, I needed to hear that this week. I don't think there's one of us here that probably can't say that there's something either of the world, of the flesh, or of the devil that's trying to bring us down and get in the way of our fellowship with our amazing Jesus. But I'll tell you what, we don't have to be there. We don't have to stay there. We don't have to continue to drag that separation. We don't have to continue to allow it to create a division line in our fellowship with our amazing God. Today, get serious about laying it down. Today, get serious about crying out to Jesus to help you lay that at His feet. Because there is no more division. He is an amazing God who loves you. And He sent His one and only Son for you so that you can walk with Him and know that He has a place for you in heaven. I'm going to invite the praise team to come back up. But I just want you to hear me this morning, church. Whatever division is between you and Christ, whether it be another person, whether it be the devil at work, whether it be the stresses of your job, the stresses of your business, Struggles in the family. 
whatever it be, lay it down. Lay it down at His feet and walk in the relationship that He has for you. The fellowship that He has for you. Walk in His light. Because there is no darkness in our God. Zero. Walk in that light. And know that He loves you just the way you are. Just the way you are. Lay down all that stuff that's trying to bring you away and come back to Him. Church, it's a choice. It's your choice. It's your choice to have that fellowship with Him and lay down all that stuff trying to get in the way. Or it's your choice to hang on. But I want you to know that it's your choice. And I'm going to ask you to pray for me to make that choice to lay down those divisions in my life. And I want to pray for you for those divisions that are stepping in the way of your fellowship. Today, recognize them and lay them down and walk in His light. Let's go to Him in prayer. Father God, I thank You. I thank You. I thank You that You you, God, sent your Son to die on that cross for us so that there would be no division. No division of the Jew or Gentile. No division between any believer and you. You tell us when we confess and believe we are saved and we are now a child of God sealed by the Holy Spirit. And when we and we believe we have a relationship. God, our fellowship struggles. The enemy comes in the way, tries to pull us away. And when we, when we start to walk in that a little bit, we can not even realize how far away we have come in our fellowship with you. But we know, we know, we know you are still right with us. Calling our name, reaching out your hand, just as you did with Peter when he sank in the water. And you lift us back up. Say, ye little faith, come on. Thank you, Jesus, for your saving grace. Thank you, Jesus, for the relationship. Thank you, Jesus, for the fellowship. I, help, I, I, I pray for your help in laying down the things that are separating us from you. Any division, any divisions at all, Lord, I pray that we lay them down at your feet. Help us with this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.